Podcast Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Oh, hey there, friends. Hey there. Do, how are know. we feeling? Have we calmed wow. down or no? Because I feel like my anger actually increased through the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I I totally understand. I get where you're coming from. Uh, listen, uh, in our last episode of After Nine, I I I thought I made a pretty clear, simple call out. Justin Trudeau and Doug Ford need to resign. And if you're out of ideas, if you don't know what you're doing, if you've just thrown in the towel, you need to step aside. And make way for someone who is willing to come in and do the hard work or who does know what to do or at least has a better idea. And nobody quit, as we fully expected, as you said, none of them are going to quit. So they're still in charge, but it hasn't made the situation any better. And I mean, you don't have to go very far, guys. Look at Yorkdale on the weekend. Look at the Toronto premium outlets. Thousands of people there mm-hmm. in the middle of a provincial shutdown. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. It's not a shutdown. I don't even know why they even bother using this fucking lingo that they've been using. Can I just say, like, it doesn't make sense to me that you're even calling it all these things lockdown, shutdown. It's not, man. I can still go to Old Navy today and get some shorts if I want to. Is that essential? Fuck it. No. Like, uh, if you wanted to do, if you were serious about changing things, you would have actually done a legit shutdown over a year ago. This is just a joke. And it, all it is is hurting small businesses. It just, it, it pisses me off the more that I think about it. And I don't blame people, by the way, for being out. I'm not, you know, going to rat on people who are doing things that they're allowed to do. Like, go to Walmart and buy fucking makeup if that's what makes you happy. Like, you're allowed to do it. So fine. It's just stupid to me. Like, don't call, don't act like you're taking this fucking seriously, but then allow all this shit to happen. And then it seems like they're almost purposely targeting these beauty places, like the beauty industry, for some reason. Like, yeah. it's, it almost seems like there's some kind of a, like a personal vendetta against them. I can't understand why certain things are shut down and certain aren't. And apparently, according to a couple people who own some, a, a local spot and they were wondering if they should be open or closed, you have to contact if you're unsure, right? If you're on the, if you're in the middle or on the brink of like, okay, well, maybe we can offer these services, but not that, you're supposed to call your local office of public health. They're even a little confused, apparently. Apparently, they're saying like, no, just for the time being until we clarify. So nobody's actually fucking clear because some of the stuff that was announced shut down. Sorry, I'm going to go on a tangent here for a second. Go ahead. But some of the stuff that was announced to be shut down that cannot operate, and I'll give an example from here in the region where we broadcast our FM morning show, is the Bingaman's drive through It's a dyno drive through You can drive through in your car with your bubble and your family, drive up to dinosaurs, which are not fucking humans. Hello? They're not even real. They're not even fucking real. They can't catch COVID, and you can't catch COVID from them. You drive by. It's very contactless. It's a fabulous setup. I know because I've been through it before. That's shut down until it, I, I guess apparently it might be pending because there's a lot of outrage. So we'll see what happens from here. That is a no. But oh, it's okay for you to go ahead into uh, what, whatever store, like pick a store, any store with a number of people brushing arms with them. It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. And all of the places that are shut down seem to be the ones that are not COVID hotspots. It's again, it's mind boggling. Like I actually got more mad as the weekend continued on. Like Mm -hmm. it does not make sense. What is going on? 
Like, either make a plan across the board and be crystal clear about it and make it fair for everybody, or don't even fucking bother. Or just say, you know what, guys? Fuck it. You guys do you. And if you catch COVID, sorry. Like, I'm not sure which is better here, because at this point, they fuck themselves so hard. People hate, and I say, sorry, I should be more clear. When I say them, I mean the government generally. Yes, of course, you can blame Trudeau, but I'll talk specifically to Ontario, because I've loved everything Doug Ford has done up till this point where I'm starting to go, what the fuck is going on here? It just doesn't make sense. It is inconsistent, inconsistent with where the numbers are coming from. It boggles my mind. That again and again, especially these certain industries of restaurant, hairstylists, I mean, there's several of them. They get screwed yet again with this. I don't understand. Okay, I'm going to say a few things to Doug as well in just a sec. But first off, let's listen to that incoherent mess where Doug and Dr. David Williams looks like a bunch of deer caught in the headlights announcing this provincial shutdown. Well, good afternoon. Friends, we're facing a very, very serious situation. We will do whatever it takes to protect the people of Ontario. Don't call me your Really? And as Premier, it falls on me. I'm the one who has to make the tough decisions. Today, I need to make one of those tough decisions. First off, here comes the bullshit, everybody. Prepare yourselves. Here we go. Effective Saturday, April the 3rd. At 12.01 a.m., Ontario will pull the emergency break for the entire province. All 34 public health regions will move into shutdown for a period of four weeks. Friends, right now, we are into a third wave of COVID-19. The variants of concern are spreading rapidly. This is a new pandemic. We're now fighting a new enemy. Let, let me just pause right there before we listen to the, less, the, the rest of this gong show. It's a new enemy now. It's a new uh, pandemic now. What happened to the old pandemic? W- what happened to COVID? Did it just die on, on March the 30th or the 31st? And, and now we've just flipped gears and, and taken on a new enemy? Where's COVID? The new variants are far more dangerous than before. They spread faster and they do more harm than the virus we were fighting last year. Younger people are ending up in the hospital. And with these new variants, the risk of ICU admissions is two times higher. The risk of death is one and a half times higher. And today we have 2,000 557 confirmed new cases of COVID-19 in the province. We're now seeing a nearly 14% increase in hospitalizations, with COVID-19 patients in ICU increasing dramatically. In fact, we've never had more Ontarians in intensive care than we do today. Okay. That was the preamble to him announcing this shutdown. And I want to say that I I still take COVID just as seriously today as I always have. I'm still protecting myself and I am ready to get in line for that vaccination. I'm ready for it. Put that shot in my arm. I want it now. But Doug, you can't possibly look people in the face and say, we're going to do everything we can. 
but then shut down the places where we know there wasn't wasn't the spread, but leave the places where we know for sure there was spread wide open. It doesn't make sense. And we asked you, if you're going to announce a shutdown here or a lockdown or whatever the fuck you want to call it, you need to come and explain industry by industry by industry why they aren't safe. It's the only way you're going to get the public to buy in. And they didn't do it. Doug had the chance and he didn't. And they called up that other fucker, Dr. David Williams there and asked him, well, why haven't we done it? In fact, you know, I've got a little bit of Dr. David Williams here. Do you want, do you want to hear his answer? Dr. Fuck. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, you know what? And I have a lot of, had a lot of respect for, for Doug and for the, the good doctor there. And I know the, the pressures they were under and, and the tough decisions that needed to be made. All we asked for to get the public to buy in was an explanation. And they wouldn't or couldn't do it. They couldn't say to us why we need to shut down outdoor dining and patios. But it is safe to leave a massive factory open where workers cannot physically distance. They wouldn't tell us why schools are 100% safe. Go ahead, send your kids. Everything that can be done is being done and your kids are safe at school. They'll say that, but then they'll shut down a damn drive through where people are in their own car and have no contact with any actual people. That apparently is dangerous. Schools are safe. It just doesn't make sense. Do you want to hear Dr. David Williams? Mm, I guess so. Listen to this. Well, I think what you have to uh, look at is that this is a process we've been undertaking for the last four to five weeks. Each week we look at the data. We move up health units in the framework to more restriction. We went from the two in the lockdown to five. We were planning to move to two more again as the numbers increase. So this has been a graduating process. With Toronto and Peel, we have kept them in the lockdown for the long period. We had discussed with the local medical officer of health. We've seen that their numbers have stayed uh, lower than was anticipated because of the outbreaks. Uh, back two weeks ago, Dr. Brown said if we didn't do anything, we would be around 4,000 to 4,900 cases a day at this time. We're not there. Nevertheless, I'd like to be even lower again. And it's not a lot of that is that we've kept the numbers down. Am I crazy or is he trying to spin the lockdown in Peel in Toronto like it was a good thing and it worked? <laughs> it didn't work, doctor. It didn't work. I know. They were in lockdown for four months. And because it didn't work, the entire province is in a lockdown now. Yeah. And you didn't even close the right things. You had one fucking job identify where the source of the spread is and deal with it. Manage the situation. Aside from that, I want to fucking know what you're doing now. Tell me what you're doing now to get as many vaccines here as possible. Like, I understand it doesn't all fall on your shoulders. I understand that this is also, uh, it goes across the board for all of Canada. There's a lot of people to look at here, and it's not necessarily all Doug's job to make sure it goes to Ontarians. But it also is. It also is Doug and David Williams that needs to stay on top of this shit, too. So where are the goddamn vaccines at? That's what you should be focusing on. Tell me then that you're working just as hard to make those phone calls and figure out what's going on and make deals, whatever you have to do. It's fucking stupid that you have stadiums packed with people now in some parts of the states because they got their shit together when it comes to the vaccine. But nope, can't do that here. You don't have enough. I got a great DM from somebody who works in uh, nursing that says 
here's a question that we've been asking too. Why are we not vaccinating people 24-7? One of the problems is there aren't enough vaccines anyway. But what makes them the most nervous is you need four months between shots, right? For the first Mm -hmm. and second. So they're so fucking unorganized that they're not even sure that they're going to be able to get the second dose in everybody in the amount of time. So that first shot would be a waste, which is why apparently in some cases they end up holding off. I, I just, are you looking at, how far ahead are you looking at things is what I want to know from them too. How far ahead are you looking that when we do get vaccines and stuff, that should be what your focus is. We've said it before, your focus should now be on vaccines. Like, fuck off with these shutdowns and lockdowns that are non-lockdowns and shutdowns. Why don't you focus on what we need to do to fix this situation? Focus on that. And also, many questions arose as well when it comes to the amount of people that we can even have in an ICU, apparently. Why are those numbers not higher? Why can we not accommodate more people? That's a fucking problem. And guess what? That is a you problem. That's not an us problem. They had a year to deal with that. You had a fucking year to deal with that. Yes. Where where are your plans at? What are you doing? Because it seems as though you knew this might get to this stage. So where are your fucking plans? How come in the province, the size that we're in, with this many people, you have a capacity to house, like, the tiniest little percentage of people? Again, you knew. Like, it does, like, why don't you, like, some of the onus has to be on them. Not just pointing fingers at, oh, people aren't listening to the rules. Fuck you. You're not even doing your jobs. It seems to me you're not even looking ahead. It's not that difficult to do. You're right. It's not that difficult to do. Listen, I, I'm going to say it again. Doug, you're out of ideas. If this got that bad that quickly and your first instinct is to say, well, what didn't work in Toronto and Peel? Let's make the entire province do it. That's a fail. And now I'm I'm looking at this list of what's closed and this list of what's open and they failed to explain it. So that means the public doesn't buy in. And you know what's really interesting right now, Kat, is uh, I, I talk to a decent amount of political people. Over the course of a day, it is remarkable to me how many progressive conservatives are disgusted at the conduct of this government. I don't think I have ever heard that many progressive conservatives wanting to see their leader gone. I can't believe he hasn't stepped down yet. I don't know why. He is still the premier of Ontario when it is this badly managed. And even if the rollout of the vaccines is going well, which nobody can say it's going well, but even if it was, the communication to the public has been a massive failure. It's shocking to me that we are in the stage that we're in right now with tired, old ideas that have been proven not effective. We're still here doing the same old thing, expecting a different result. Mm -hmm. Do you think maybe, just maybe, you should try something new? Do you think that just because it worked in the first wave, it's going to work in the third wave? Mm -hmm. Do you accept any responsibility at all for the fact that we're even in a third wave? Mm -hmm. And there's blame to go around. I'm not just looking at Doug. I'm looking at Justin, too. You know, there were 56 cases in the last week, or maybe it was two weeks, 56 COVID cases that came to Canada from international travel. 56. So they're not not even planning ahead. Like I said, it's not, right? I mean, that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be a thing, Scott. What you just said shouldn't be a thing. 
I'm okay. When it comes to this province-wide, what else to call it? Mediocre shutdown-ish kind of not really that they're doing. I think that what they were trying to do, and this is a total fail, but I believe what they were trying to do is they realized those in, let's say, those lockdown areas, those G, the GTA and Peel previous to this, were expanding, right? I know yep. a lot of people that did it, live in Toronto, fuck it, I'm going to drive to Milton, I'm going to drive up to Barrie, wherever I can go to shop and do these things. And then they saw variants spreading there. So I think they're still blaming it on those places, but they want to stop them from being able to go to other places and create hotspots for them. So maybe they thought, what a good idea to just do a shutdown across the board. That will stop the Toronto and Peel folks from traveling to other places to shop and dine. And thus, we will help with we will help prevent the spread of these variants. How hard is it? Like how stupid that would be. You know, you, you want a solution to stop the cross regional travel if it really is a problem. I mean, I'm still going back to. In the first and second wave, when we were talking about reopening the first two times, and they said, if you do this, you are safe. They said that. If you put up these plexiglass barriers and you restrict to this many people inside, you're safe. If people have masks on, you're safe. They said it was safe, and now it's not safe, apparently. I I, I give up. I, I don't fucking get it anymore. I, I've completely lost confidence in them. But here we are again, and if they want... To even consider doing anything new. Because that's what we need is some new ideas. Because the old ones haven't worked and now we're shut down for a third time. And it's a fail. It's a massive fail. You want to stop cross-regional travel? Here's what you do. Businesses are not allowed to serve customers from outside their region. You got to show ID if you want to make a purchase. That's all there is to it. All there is to it. There's nothing in, I'll use your example, there's nothing in Milton that's not in Peel, with the exception maybe of the premium outlets. Well, fuck, I don't know why they're open anyway. I can't think of many essential stores that are in the Toronto premium outlets that you need to get at bulk prices. The only thing you'll run into is, I mean, are you talking restaurants too? Sure. However they want to do it. There's ways to do it. It's a self-regulating thing if you just give businesses the tools. Oh, hey, I need to see your ID. Oh, sorry, you're from a lockdown area. I I can't serve you. I could get a little complicated, though. If, let's say, I'm I'm working in Toronto right now, but I live in Kitchener, right? I'm out Mm -hmm. in Toronto working. I need to eat. I need to stop for gas. I need to whatever. Plan in advance? Knowing that you're driving into a lockdown area? trust people to fucking plan in advance? We can't even get the fucking people running the goddamn province to plan in advance. That's true, too. I don't think that's ever going to be realistic, ever. Mm. I seriously think this was their way of trying to stop that spreading this way. They're really blaming those hot spots. But it's stupid. It's a dumb way to approach it because now you're pissing people off, confusing people. You're not making any sense, and you're going to make it very hard on yourself when it does come time to cast the ballot because a lot of people, if you make it that far... A lot of people are keeping all this in mind. And we'll see how this goes over the next month. I'm not sure what will happen after these four weeks are up. But so far, they've done a shit job. And we're only three days in of making it crystal clear what we're supposed to do and what the purpose and point of it is. I still don't get it. I still don't understand. If you want this to end, what are you doing? This is not even a shutdown or a lockdown. So I don't even know what the fuck you're doing. You're just playing with people's lives is all you're doing. The base is gone. Doug, accept it. The base is gone. Your core voters, the ones that you can count on to support you and to donate to the party, they're gone. They don't buy in anymore. It's over. The jig is up. The fact that we're even here in a third wave, 
It's a failure of leadership. And, and again, this is not just Doug. It's Justin too, because we don't have vaccines. We haven't had vaccines. And I know a lot of people are going to make a big deal of the fact that 2.2 million vaccines coming this week to Canada. Well, that's all well and good, but where are they? Because unless they're in arms, they're not helping. So while it is good that we're getting 2.2 million this week, it would have been great if we could get, I don't know, uh, a million this week and we had a million last week. And we had a million the week before and a million a week before that. But we didn't. We didn't have enough vaccines. There's clearly still COVID coming into Canada. Uh, We know that. It's right on the government's website about international travel. And procurement and international travel, that's federal. That's Justin Trudeau, who for a year, again, has been doing the same thing but expecting different results. And the fact that they decided to play politics with this shit at the last minute here, right before the emergency break shutdown, is disgusting. I want to see everybody in a room coming up with solutions. And and another thing that worries me here is, again, the cries are coming out louder and louder from the leadership in Peel and Toronto. You have to vaccinate the hotspots first. Priority vaccines. I don't know if John and Bonnie and Patrick seem to realize this, but the entire province got sucked down the rabbit hole because of what's going on in Toronto and Peel and to a certain extent, York Region and Ottawa, the hotspots. Everybody is shut down because of the hotspots. And for you guys to come out now and say, even though the rest of the province did what they were supposed to do and kept their numbers low. We're going to shut you down anyway. Oh, and you're going to wait even longer to get your share of the vaccines because now we got to take care of the areas that couldn't get their act together. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, nobody else is doing that. It's not like the feds, Justin Trudeau, are saying, "Mm, you know what? Sorry, Nova Scotia and New Brunswick and PEI and Newfoundland and Labrador. I know you guys did great and you were really proactive with your Atlantic bubble. And you've got very, very, very few cases right now. We know you did everything right, but go fuck yourself because Ontario's got a problem. So we're going to send your vaccines to Ontario. They're not going to do that. And we shouldn't do it either. Vaccinations go to each area proportionately by their population. Now, if you guys want to have a conversation about vaccinating certain industries, let's have that conversation. Let's talk about vaccinating teachers today. Get the teachers done. How the fuck is that not done already? Get them done. And you know what? Then let's talk about those essential frontline workers, the high priority, riskiest groups with these variants. Get them done. And you know what? As my, I love that we've gotten so many people over 70 done and over 80 done. Great. But we could actually take our foot off the gas a little bit there and move to people in their 30s and 40s. Because apparently, you say... <laughs> They're the ones who are most at risk. That's right. Well, no, and they're blame. They're, don't forget that the blame game is being played on those that age group too. Yeah, you know, it, it's it. It none of it makes any sense. Why on earth has nobody come out and made sense of this? And if it doesn't make sense to people, they're not going to buy in. Do you know how many people caught COVID this weekend? 
We should know in the next couple of weeks, but we know there was a lot of gatherings. In fact, oh, yeah. it was more flagrant than at Christmas, I think. But you know what? And I'm at the point now, and I know we've talked about our frustrations and where we're both at in the last podcast. But like, I, I, as I was driving by like Victoria Park, for example, Kitchener, massive park, so many people, like people on people on people. And you know what? I can't even blame them. Where else, you know, where else are they going to go and do that? And it's. It doesn't surprise me that there's a lineup absolutely everywhere because, like I said, it's not actually a lockdown or a shutdown. And at this point, I'm just like, whatever. You know what? I'll join you. I'll fucking go to American Eagle, too, and I'll buy some fucking shorts. I don't know. It's stupid. Why are schools open starting tomorrow but day camps during spring break closed? Oh, there's a lot of stupid, stupid, stupid. What what is that? Yeah. It doesn't make sense, guys. And until you can come out and make sense of a nonsensical situation, you've got to admit you're out of ideas. You don't know what to do. You're just doing the same old shit and expecting a different result. And it's going to cost lives. And businesses and revenue and livelihood and happiness. It's gone. Doug. I'm here to tell you, and I'm sorry to have to say it. I really am, because I thought you were going to make it through this. I really did. Your base isn't buying the shit anymore. And these aren't anti-maskers. These aren't the people who are marching up and down Young Street on Saturday morning saying, open up and get rid of the masks. It's a conspiracy. Not those people. I mean, regular, run-of-the-mill people that go to work every day and are just trying to put food on the table for their family. Those are the ones you need, and they're gone. They've seen enough shit. They gave you a year. We're in a third wave that was totally preventable. They're gone. So that means you got to go too. You have to step down. And this decision to open schools tomorrow, I mean, hey, I, I'm, I, I don't see a lot of upside to this. If the province is shut down anyway, why are we sending kids to school for four days After a four-day weekend, only to send them back out into the community for a week on spring break next week. Yeah, it's just not consistent, right? Like, I'm all, again, like, I'm all for kids being in school, but it's just not consistent when you think about that. Let's have them out for a a long weekend. Everybody, like I said, the people on top of people on top of people. These cases or numbers are going to rise after this weekend because kids are going back to class. And if you think for a second that that's not where stuff is spreading, you're wrong. I want it to, to remain. I want schools to be open, but that's why, to go back to your point, I totally agree with you. Let's get the shots in arms for those people working in those schools because this is fucking crazy. You, you know, I mean, they can point all they want to the, the results of this asymptomatic testing, but it's voluntary. It's voluntary. It's not like we went into one school in York Region and one school in Halton and one school in Waterloo and another in Toronto and we tested an entire school body. That could give us actual Results. Okay, we can see from testing an entire school in a hotspot that there's maybe what? 6% positivity? 7% positivity? Maybe it's less than one. But we don't know because it's only voluntary. Some people will get tested. Some people won't. That's not scientific. How can you possibly go off of that data? You know kids are asymptomatic spreaders. If this pandemic this new pandemic this new enemy is that dangerous especially for younger people who do you think are the teachers who do you think is teaching these kids Mm -hmm. 
Why would you send them back without vaccinating them first? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. None of it adds up. There's no new ideas. We're doing the same shit over and over again. Everything's confusing and I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not going along with it. I'm not defending the government or the public health policies because it's indefensible. There's no way to spin it or to justify it. It doesn't make sense. Infuriating, cat. It's really infuriating. Yep, I feel you. Uh, do you have any DMs that you want to read there? I, I got probably about uh, 60 of them this weekend. Yeah. It was pretty wild. Yeah, I got a lot, too. You know what? Most of them said the same thing as us or reiterated our points. There were a couple of people from, like I said, the medical profession that I found. I found those comments very interesting, too. We appreciate it. From your point of views, right, I I am interested to see because I only know my point of view. So when I hear from other people their frustrations, but it's from a completely different world, right? Someone in a completely different job doing a completely different thing, and then they have frustrations I didn't even consider, that's when I know shit's bad. And I got a lot of those, Scott, a lot of those from people doing different things all over the place, all over Ontario. And then the people who are outside of Ontario got a couple messages going, wow, fuck, guys, I didn't realize it was that bad. (laughs) Yep. I mean, it's bad in other provinces, too. But, yeah, here in Ontario, it ain't pretty. Yeah, I've got so many of them here. Uh, You know what? Let me read you one DM that basically sums up the majority that I got. And and I am getting through them slowly here, guys. But here's one that sums it up. Scott and Kat, listen to After 9 on my way home on Thursday. First-time listener. Scott, I couldn't agree with you more about Doug stepping down. You hit the nail on the head. The motion roller coaster you went through. I did the same thing. Why is it that people can go into a retail store and interact with people? However, they can't go to a gym. It makes no sense. Just so you guys know, I feel horrible for restaurant workers. Two weeks ago, Ford said, up your capacity to 50%. Now they're probably sitting on inventory and they're fucked. Ford needs to step down or step back and look at the big picture and fix what he fucked up. Tony, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Big fan right here. I was a, I was a Doug Ford voter, but I'm gone. I, I'm out. Sorry, but I can't. I can't look at those uh, friends, colleagues, strangers, whomever, that have done everything we asked them to do. Create a business. Employ people. Pay your taxes. Be a good citizen. They did everything we want people to do, and we screwed them. The province is Lucy, and we are all Charlie Brown trying to kick the football. They keep yanking it out right at the last minute, and we end up flat on our back. It doesn't make sense. It's wrong. What we're doing now isn't working. It hasn't worked, and there's no reason to think it will work. Unless the goal here is to keep us locked down for an infinite amount of time. We should have vaccinations now. You should be vaccinated now, everyone. You should be. You'd have a shot in your arm. Uh, In case anybody didn't hear our FM radio show today, Americans not yet eligible to be vaccinated against COVID-19 will be soon. All 50 states are about to open vaccine eligibility to everyone 16 years and older. 16 and older across America, all 50 states. Where are we at? And you know what? Just two other real quick things here. I mentioned this yesterday on Facebook, but I get that yesterday was a holiday and consistently through the pandemic, they haven't been reporting numbers on weekends, 
but we just went into a province-wide shutdown. Is it serious or is it not serious? Because I would think if it is serious, we could have paid one of the bureaucrats a little bit of overtime at the Ministry of Health to come in and publish the daily numbers. It's not a hard job. The local public health units feed it all to the province. The province publishes the numbers. Really? We couldn't pay anybody to come in on a Sunday and do it? Because there was a lot of people working yesterday. Amazon was delivering yesterday. We couldn't get one person in the middle of a pandemic and a provincial shutdown to go in and update the numbers? Give me a fucking break. Give me a break. It's disgusting. It's a dereliction of duty. It's what it is. It's wrong. And another thing, when it comes to this vaccine portal that I, I haven't even seen the numbers on it yet, but I'm going to assume we paid some computer developers millions to develop our vaccine portal. This is the one that we spent a month testing before we rolled it out. Why on April the 5th, 2021, in the middle of the third wave, can I, as a male in my 40s, not go on there and register? Why Why is it that Ticketmaster, for example, has figured out a way that I can tell Ticketmaster I'm interested in seeing, I don't know, Toby Keith, if he ever comes to Toronto, and it can notify me not only that Toby Keith is coming, but I can actually buy tickets right then and there. Why can't this vaccine portal just allow us to say, I would like to have a shot. Let me know when it's my turn. Instead of having thousands of people online at the same time, click and refresh nonstop to try and get an appointment that they might not even show up for anyway. Why are we wasting vaccines at the end of a day because people didn't show up for their appointment when there's other people here that want the shot? If I got an, if I could just go on the Ontario COVID app and register now and it tells me, hey, we see that you're close to the Shoppers Drug Mart on Nipissing Road. There's a cancellation today at four. Would you like this appointment? Yes or no? Yes, please. What did we buy? What does this portal actually do if it doesn't do that? Private companies have figured it out. Figured it out. How does this not tell us? Why can we not register? Guys, it doesn't make sense. You need to explain it or just admit you're out of ideas and walk. There's lots of people that could take this over. I'm looking at you, Carolyn Mulrooney. I'm looking at you. Fuck. I just saw Beaverton tweeting out... <laughs> What they tweet? They're great. Doug Ford clarifies: Yorkdale Mall still open for essential Versace and Fendi supplies. <laughs> it's true. Stupid. Yeah. Why, why could you go out and get a Versace purse on Saturday, but you couldn't get a haircut? So confusing. So if you're confused, don't worry, you're not alone. And if, even there, if there's people out there that say that they're not confused, I guarantee fucking to you, they're confused by this. Like it does not make sense. Everybody thinks it doesn't make sense. Everybody thinks it doesn't make sense. I don't know a lot of people that don't that think this makes all this. This is the what this is the way to go. Aside from apparently Doug and Dr. David Williams, I'm not sure who else is actually for this. Yeah, I, I I'm really trying to figure out here. Is all of this exactly like David Williams wanted? Did the doctor say I want retail open at 25 percent, essential retail open at 50 percent, but no haircuts and no kids outside playing sports, no day camps. But yes, schools can open. Is that what the doctor wanted or is that like a compromise that Doug negotiated with him? I I don't know, because frankly, I don't know any other doctors that are saying that. 
except for the top doctor, the top decision maker. Is that what David thinks works? We've been doing this for a year now, guys. I don't understand how you haven't figured it out yet. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of other things we could have talked about today. And uh, just quickly, I, I, I don't know who it is that did this, but if you're one of the people who helped make the bad Bobby, the cash me outside girl, a million dollars in six hours when she debuted on OnlyFans this weekend, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Did you have nothing else that you could have done with those $10? Nothing else at all. You wanted to just see the the cash me outside girl's tits? That's it? That was worth $10 to you? I'm not, And I'm not even sure she gets naked because some of the people on here don't. They'll do like a little flashy show of like just a little bit. But some of them aren't even straight up naked. I don't even know if she's naked. I have no idea. I really don't know. She just launched this thing. But the fact that she's had that many people. By the way, that's mostly subscription-based. Yes. Also DMs because you got to pay to DM the person. So there are people willingly DMing. Even if you do have like a straight up uh, unlimited subscription and access to people, you're still DMing. That's a lot of money. It's like almost 300,000 bucks in DMs. It's crazy. Unreal, you know? <laughs> Don't tell me the economy's bad when people have got the money to go on OnlyFans to see me the ca- to see the cash me outside girl naked or maybe not even naked. That's crazy to me. But here we are. Here we are. It's a strange world we live in, cat. Yep. Uh, maybe I should go on there. Maybe she's got some ideas about what should and shouldn't be locked down. Why the hell not, right? (laughs) DM her and ask her suggestions. I'd love to Are you interested in being the premier of a fairly large province cash me outside, girl? (laughs) We can only go up from here, so why the fuck not? (laughs) All right, guys. You have a fantastic Easter Monday. Tomorrow, most people are back, and um, school goes back tomorrow. I don't know how that's going to go, but here we are. Uh, we will talk to you then. Have a great Monday. Enjoy this beautiful weather. It never catch me. Ain't nobody gonna catch me. Did you say the 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 hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yep. Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.